miss with a goat. <laughs> you get the horns, then the butt. Because <laughs> that's what goats do. 1033, the goat. The rumors are true. People keep asking if I'm back, and I haven't really had an answer. But now, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. Dave Schultz and Sports Chat are back. I'm back, baby! I'm back! One change, though. I'm sorry, that deal's now off the table. What? We live in a different world than we did just 30 seconds ago. Instead of waking you up, he's taking you home from work. Hey, Dad, you want to have a catch? I'd like that. Talking Cajuns, Tigers, Saints, all of it. I am the father. Buckle up, Acadiana. I feel the need, the need for speed. Ow! It's time for Sports Chat with Dave Schultz on 103.3 The Goat. Oh, hi. I'm Hollywood Steve. You caught me relaxing in my music nook. From 1976 to 1984, the radio airwaves were dominated by really smooth music, also known as Yacht Rock. These Yacht Rockers docked a remarkable fleet of number one hits, and every song has a story behind it. Let me tell you one. Dwight Andrus Insurance, part of Hub International uh, and uh, Lafayette Roofing. It is day three. It's Nick Saban in Alabama Day. And <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, he has caused a major controversy. Has and he? we will get to that. <laughs> okay, okay. I think so. All I, right. mean, I think he's out of his mind. <laughs> oh, no, I, I agree with that. I agree with you on that. Okay. Uh, we do have, um, we have uh, Zach Blackaby, Locked on Auburn, coming up. We'll talk Tigers. We got Bill Hancock. In charge of the college football, college football playoff. Tony Sukalis, Tide Illustrated. We'll talk Alabama. We had uh, about three minutes with Kool Aid McKinstry, the uh, Tide corner, who I saw play. Well, not saw play, uh, but heard him play in the uh, high school championships in Alabama a couple of years ago. Will Shepard. I don't think we played that yesterday, right? We got Will Shepard from yep. Vanderbilt, the wide receiver. Uh, Takeo Spikes from the SEC Network and John Neighbors locked on Arkansas. We could get some more. Uh, did you see my Twitter? It's not the best audio. I got it from somebody else. I need to... Uh, let me see. Uh, I need to see if I can download the actual video and post uh, a professional-sounding video compared to Jeff Horchak's <laughs> uh, TV screen. Uh, but Billy Napier was on the podium today, and I got to ask a question. And so oh, nice. I'm sure he knew exactly... I'm sure he knew the question exactly what was going to be when I did ask him. You got the video? Um, I'm looking for it right now. Oh, yes, yes, I have. Uh, it's 47 seconds, right? Yes. Yeah, I have it. You want me to play it? All right, so go ahead. Okay. Play that audio. All righty. In the back, in the left-hand side, all the way in the back. Dave Schultz, 103.3, the GOAT from Lafayette, Louisiana. Coach, how can you incorporate the tight end more into Florida's offense? Dave Schultz, long time no see. <laughs> you know, 
Dave, I'm, that's one of the areas on our team where we're young, right? I think safety uh, and tight end are areas where we're going to have some good, young, talented players who are going to have to contribute to our team. Uh, so that is very much a work in progress. Uh, I am pleased with the growth we've seen this summer. Uh, we'll have some young players in that room that are going to have to play, uh, but I'm excited about that group, and uh, we'll continue to play the tight ends much like we played them in the past. And we'll take one final question. We have All right, that's it. All right, yeah. so yes. So got a little shout-out there from Billy. That, that The laugh was not me. That was Horchak uh, laughing as, as he kind of got a shout-out uh, from Napier. We will see. So we're going to play this by ear. Uh, we got a lot of interviews. Again, most of them are recorded. And so if we do get people to sit down, maybe a Ryan McGee from the SEC Network uh, and ESPN Radio uh, will sit down with us. Maybe Billy Napier comes in, and if we're already playing an interview, we will record said interview uh, with the person sitting next to me and get that back to you later on in the okay. show. All right? So it's a, this, the show is very much in flux here on day three at SEC Media Days. We do have seven guests that are lined up for day. I already have four guests uh, tomorrow. Uh, Lyndon will be taking you home on Friday yes, as sir. I make my way back. Uh, so we will, we'll have, we'll have a full show uh, I got tomorrow. A, I, I got, got a co-host and I'm looking and I got guests as we speak, plus the interviews you send me. So I, it, we talked, Dave, about doing a best of show, but I said, no, 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 no. Sure. I'm going to give them a great show. We're going to do a great show. I have a, I have a good co-host coming with me. And then right. uh, we have guests. And Ryan I'm, Gosling? And, oh, no, I wish. <laughs> no. But, but I will no. play okay. the best interviews f from the week. Like, like um, for example, Kool-Aid McKinstry. Uh, to well, oh, that's okay. not going to be the best interview. That's not? Oh, okay. That may be the biggest name, but he's Kool-Aid was fine. Okay. He's a little quiet. Well, then I'm quiet. definitely going to do got, Brian Kelly. Oh, we got Jaden Crumity, too. Did I miss that one? Um, we, we haven't played Jaden Crumity yet, have let's we? Let's see, because I'm downloading the ones from today, right now, as we speak. Um, yeah, we do have Jaden Crumity and Will Shepard that we didn't play yesterday. Okay, so we'll play Jaden Crumity tomorrow. Okay. okay. So cool we'll deal. see who, who stops by here uh, throughout the day. Okay, so we're just, again, we're going to play this by ear. We have a schedule, and as we always say, Lyndon, life is about making the adjustments. We're happy to facts. make the adjustments. Big facts. On the fly. All right, the controversy that <laughs> Nick Saban uh, caused here at SEC Media Days. Uh, only Nick Saban... Uh, in his uh, homespun ways, if you will, his West Virginia ways, can compare making a cake into <laughs> naming a starting quarterback. And he would stand by the oven while his grandmother was making cake. And, you know, how much longer before the cake is ready, Grandma? And he and Grandma would say, according to Nick Saban, well, you can't take the cake out too soon or else it'll all be mush. True. Can't announce the quarterback too soon, or it's yeah, going to sure be mush. <laughs> right, uh, right, right. I'm not exactly sure if I believe that story, but we understand his point. So, he, you know, they have uh, Buckner from Notre Dame and Ty Simpson and Jalen Milrow all vying for that quarterback spot. But then the follow-up question, which was very obvious, Coach, what's your favorite cake? And he said, carrot cake. Mmm. That I don't is... care if he wins. I don't care if he wins twenty-five national championships. He's wrong. Yeah, if I no, wanted he's, huge, he's big salad. If he want, if I wanted salad for dessert, I would have salad for dessert. Yep. I don't even like vegetables to begin with. But you want me to have a double dose of vegetables? Yep. That ain't gonna fly. No, you're right. No, you're right. That's Look, just wrong. The best we can cake do... is is Chantilly cake. At least for me. 
or cheesecake? What would you say the best cake is for you, che- Dave? Cheesecake. Well, I mean, come on. Can we just go with it? I mean, you can just... We don't have to get too crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I'd like cheesecake. Uh, I'm not, you know... Chantilly's uh, mine. Like, Chantilly's got, so good. We got chocolate. Okay. Vanilla. You can even do strawberry flavoring. I wouldn't put strawberries in the cake, but strawberry flavoring. Caramel cake. That ice cream cake can be... Oh, I love caramel you know, cake. Different I'll- flavors, right? Do you but, like but caramel cake? We, is anyone making is anyone making cake out of squash? Are no. you making cucumber cake? No, 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 no. Because no, no. they're no. vegetables. Yeah, they're facts. good for you. I don't like them, but what? I'm not gonna. I'm looking but forward to dessert. I need Nick to Saban's know. Wrong. I need to know if you like caramel cake. Because if you do, of course. Okay, well I'm gonna get my because my mom's like she could have went she could have uh, sold this recipe like there's a bakery in town that asked her to sell the recipe for a lot of money, but she didn't. I'm gonna get my mom to make you a caramel cake. Uh, soon, Dave, because it is delicious. We should also, 269-1077, 269-1077, if you want to call in and let us know your favorite flavor of cake, uh, we would we would appreciate that. So, yes, bring that in. Please tell me how wrong Nick Saban is. Facts. All this right, is a good time for us to poo-poo on Nick Saban. I mean, you could you can do strawberry, yeah. again, vanilla, chocolate, mm-hmm. uh, ice cream, king cake King would cake, work, exactly. Right? And we're not talking uh, about the donut that Meshes does. We want a real king cake. Shout out to Keller's. Shout out to Crystal Wedding. Shout out to the real king cakes. I'm not a donut king cake fan, Dave. Don't just give me a donut and say it's king cake. Okay. That's a beef. Right. That's a beef around here. I'm letting you know for real. <laughs> Is that like dusting and not dusting? Is that what's I, going on? It, it might be worse than that because to me, oh. when you do a donut and just put frosting on it, that is, right. That's just a donut. It's not a king cake where there's, there's people who make king cakes with layers, and it's like, it's delicious. Like, there's multiple. It's not just Keller's and Crystal Wedding. Gambino's does a good job. There's multiple places. But Meshes gets all the publicity because they're Meshes, but they're just masquerading a donut as a king cake. Absolutely is the case. Mm-hmm. So, again, Nick can win. Nick can, Nick can win 25 more championships. I do not care. He's wrong on what a good cake is. I guess I can't really criticize him too much on the idea that it's his favorite cake, but I'm just saying that carrot cake is bad. No, it just is. I'm with you. I'm with you. Bad. It is. I just, why would you want to have a steak, some vegetables, <laughs> maybe some carbs and some potatoes, and finish that off with carrot cake? Yeah, don't what, get what? it. Come on. <laughs> no, you're right. You're Come right. I'm not doing that. I'm not. It's just wrong. And I think that is the biggest. So far, uh, that appears to be the biggest controversy here uh, at SEC Media Days. <laughs> That's hilarious. Other than they just put out the, other than uh, they just put out the snacks, and they wouldn't let anybody take it until oh. three o'clock. I somehow talked my way into it at two fifty-three because, of, well, we're doing a show. Of course you did. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the guy said, you know, it's not ready yet, and I'm. Uh, was like, I'm I, I got to do my show, man. I'm sorry. Let me get my cake. With more broadhurst as, <laughs> as we talk. Yes. Uh, we will not put the dry cupcake in my mouth this time around. We may go get another broadhurst. So we'll see. They did have uh, little uh, cheese fingers. I have not had. Or mozzarella sticks. I haven't had those in a long, long was, time. Was right, last so otherwise, night, I'm not sure there was a whole. Was, you know, Sam Pittman came through. Uh, Mark Stoops just walked by. Billy Napier walked by. And uh, Nick Saban. Uh, was here earlier today, and I, I talked with Frank Frangi from 1010XL in Jacksonville. He covers the Gators, uh, and he's the voice of the Jaguars. We'll play that interview tomorrow. Uh, but he said it, and you'll hear it from Tony Sukalis. Nick is, like, relaxed. He's he's He had a little bit of a sense of humor. He's not tense. That's and good. Frank, 
for him it is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Frank was kind of felt like, you know, the target's not on him. True. Right? He's not expected to win either the West or the National Championship. They're True. kind of being undervalued this year. Uh, and, you know, Kirby's the one who has that the, pressure, has yeah. the issue on and off the field. Mm-hmm. Right? He's won two in a row. He's trying to win a third one for the first time since 1936. And he's got the off the field issues. You can argue. Alabama right now doesn't have any of that. You can right? argue that, um, that LSU has more pressure on them than, uh, than Nick Saban does. Than Brian Kelly. Uh, we, I mean, we heard, sure what, we heard what, uh, what our boy uh, Gordy said yesterday about how, you know, they should be the favorites and how fans expect that. Like, but favored in the West. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I think he has more pressure on the wet in the West than Nick Saban does this year. I think he might. But, I mean, I mean what's the over-unders? Isn't uh, LSU over-under like eight and a half? I thought, no, I thought, I thought they were favored more than, uh, than Bama. Let me see, let me see. Well, not favored. How many to, to win? Let's, Let's see. see if we got FanDuel here. Uh, Over, see if the Wi-Fi is working. We're having a little bit luck, better luck with the Internet today. Yeah, I was about to say, you, uh, sound, you had, sound really good today. Than we had yesterday. I'm not uh, saying you didn't sound good yesterday, but it, it's, it's very clear today. I can hear the people in the okay. background. <laughs> Oh, you can hear the people in the background. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, let's see. Uh, so They're not giving good. me the futures. Right, let's, see. On let's see here. DraftKings. Let's see. You're not getting the futures on DraftKings. On DraftKings, I have the spreads for for the first game against Florida State. Like I'm trying to see. So yeah, you, well, you gotta uh, you gotta scroll down, I guess. Oh, welcome to Tennessee. Oh, we may not be able to do this here. Okay, wait. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Oh no, they should be able to. do Oh, here we go. So 2023. 2024 college football uh, odds. I have overall LSU's plus uh, 1100. Whereas yeah, but you uh, need uh, you need yeah, futures. Uh, yeah, let's see here more. Bama's plus 600. Futures. So DraftKings doesn't seem to have it again. I don't know what's going on. No, uh, I just I think Alabama is. Well, we know Alabama is ten and a half, and LSU is not ten and a half. That. That's True. what we know, right? I, I I thought LSU was had a little higher, but you could be right. Like, uh, let's. I can't believe I. Can't. Alabama is still ten and a half. It's minus one eighty four under ten and a half. Whew. LSU is nine and a half. Oh, so yeah, you're so right. Mm-hmm. There's the, and that's even, by the way. It's minus one ten both ways. Uh, I, I still think there's more pressure on Alabama. Because Nick Saban hasn't, again, it's one of those things, he you know, hasn't gone three years without winning a national championship. And so everyone will be clamoring about that. If Brian Kelly doesn't win a national championship this year, even if he wins the division and loses again to Georgia, it'll be disappointing, but it'll be like, wow, LSU is really heading in the right direction. Whereas if Alabama ends up being, you know, 10-2, and two, you know, it's going to feel like the roof is caving in, even though it really isn't. I think Alabama's going to be fine next year, right? Think about what's happening next year. I, I don't know what Thorne, how many years he's got left at uh, at at, uh, at Auburn, right? But you're going to have Arkansas is going to have a new quarterback. LSU is going to have a new quarterback. A&M will probably have the same quarterback. So uh, we'll see who's uh, Ole Miss's quarterback. So I think they're going to be in, in good shape next season compared to this season, although they'll have to continue to replace the guys on defense. All right, let's take a timeout. All righty. We will talk Auburn Tigers. Also, you know, give uh, 
give Lyndon a call or you can, you know, hit us up on the Twitter mm-hmm. or Facebook. You know, what is your favorite flavor of cake? What is the worst flavor of cake? True. Because carrot one. cake is, is among them. That's yeah. for sure. 269-1077. Zach Blackerby coming up next. Locked on Auburn. We talk Auburn Tigers on a Yacht Rock Wednesday afternoon sports chat on 103.3 The Goat. Live from SEC Media Days in Nashville, Tennessee. Eat Lafayette 2023 shines a year-round spotlight on Lafayette's locally owned and operated restaurants. And now through September 10th, you can find great Eat Lafayette deals offered by some of the participating restaurants. 103.3 The Goat, Acadiana's best sports talk, is proud to be a sponsor of Eat Lafayette and the Digital Passport. Download the Eat Lafayette Digital Passport today so you can check in when you eat at a participating restaurant. Each check-in will enter you to win airfare and a trip for two to Savannah, Georgia, courtesy of Wings Travel. There's something for everyone's taste bud. Plate lunches to fine dining, Italian to soul food, when you choose an Eat Lafayette restaurant. Just go to 1033thegoat.com and click on the Eat Lafayette link at the top of the page. Eat Lafayette. From Lafayette Travel and sponsored in part by the best sports talk in Acadiana, 1033thegoat and 1033thegoat.com. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? I'm looking for fuel injector cleaner. Right now, buy a bottle of Chevron Tecron Complete Fuel System Cleaner and get one free, only at AutoZone. Will it also help with my mileage? Get everything you need to restore your performance in MPGs. Wait, is it good for trucks too? Whatever vehicle you have, you can find the right products and parts at AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Deodorant you use on your butt? You heard that right. I'm Dr. Shannon Klingman, founder of Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's time to summer-proof your body odor. Lumi's formula works everywhere. Pits, under boobs, and yep, butts too. All those places that naturally tend to get a little bit stinky when the weather gets hot. Lumi's clinically proven to control odor for 72 hours. That's three whole days of fresh fun in the sun. As an OBGYN, I met thousands of women looking for a better way to control odor below the belt. So I created Lumi, a pH-optimized aluminum-free deodorant that actually works with over 150,000 five-star reviews to prove it. Ready for your freshest summer ever? Head to lumideodorant.com to get started. There's a special offer for listeners. Use code 23 and get an extra $5 off a Lumi starter pack that comes with a free product of your choice and ships free with code 23. lumedeodorant.com code 23 for an extra $5 off a Lumi starter pack. That's lumedeodorant.com Code 23. And we're live here outside the Perez family home just waiting for the... And there they go. Almost on time this morning. Mom is coming out the front door strong with a double arm kid carry. Looks like dad has the bags. Daughter is bringing up the rear. Oh, but the diaper bag wasn't closed. Diapers and toys are everywhere. Ooh, but mom has just nailed the perfect car seat buckle for the toddler. And now the eldest daughter, who looks to be about 9 or 10, has secured herself in the booster seat. Dad zips the bag closed, and they're off. Ah, but looks like mom doesn't realize her coffee cup is still on the roof of the car. And there it goes. Oh, that's a shame. That mug was a fam favorite. 
Don't sweat the small stuff. Just nail the big stuff, like making sure your kids are buckled correctly in the right seat for their age and size. Learn more at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. What I know about courage, I learned from my adoptive mom. She said sometimes you just got to hold on and know we'll get through this. Mom, we are so high up. Hold my hand. (laughs) No, you hold my hand. Here we go. Learn about adopting a teen from foster care. You can't imagine the reward. Visit AdoptUSKids.org to find out more. This message is brought to you by AdoptUSKids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. You're listening to a Yacht Rock Wednesday edition of Sports Chat with Dave Schultz on 103.3 The Goat. On a Yacht Rock Wednesday afternoon sports chat, we are here with the affable Zach Blackerby and Locked On Auburn. Thoughts on Auburn this this week? Hugh Freeze came through along with some players that have been there and, and new players. Yeah, I think the goal for Auburn, it seemed like they just kind of wanted to get in and get out and not make any headlines, and I think they did exactly that. I think Hugh Freeze continues to prove that he's going to be the guy to rebuild Auburn, he should have been the guy to rebuild Auburn. And I think he said all the right things. And I don't think he was asked any really tough questions outside of the Jarquez Hunter thing. But he could easily say university policy doesn't allow me to comment on that, which I believe him. I think that's probably true. That makes sense. Um, And then, you know, the players they got, no, like, star names by any means. I'm sure the average person outside of Auburn circles wasn't familiar with any of these guys. Maybe Elijah McAllister. He was a fairly big deal in the transfer portal. But... Um, I think all three guys came for different reasons. Cam Stutz and Luke Deal been with this program for a long time. Luke Deal's been through three different head coaches. Cam Stutz, I think, has two. And then, you know, Elijah McAllister hasn't played it down, right? He hasn't played it down. So kind of interesting uh, to get some different perspectives there. Yeah, we're in Nashville, so Vanderbilt has all the good students. But Elijah McAllister at least what Luke said, is getting his Ph.D., which obviously means a couple of things. He's been in college a long time, but is really smart. Yeah, yeah, and, <laughs> and pretty impressive. Uh, we, we had him on the show, and he's, um, he's an impressive young man. He's already kind of doing stuff in the community with his nonprofit. He's, I mean, as a college kid, he's putting his NIL money back into his nonprofit, and one big event they're doing in a few weeks is to, like, um, get school supplies for kids who need it, you know, as, like, a back-to-school thing. So... Pretty cool. He's been in this community for like five minutes, and he's already trying to find ways to give back. We're talking to Zach Blackaby, host of Locked On Auburn on a Yacht Rock Wednesday afternoon sports chat, 103.3 The Goat. All right, let's talk about Luke Deal. He also has been around for a while. He could come back uh, if he wanted to with the COVID year. He is going to – he's deciding to move on. This will be his fifth and final season. He's married. He's bought a house. He's already an adult. I mean, how does that conversation go? Hi, honey, how was school, and who did you block today? I know that's got to be interesting. It's got to be interesting. And it seems like that's happening more and more. Players getting married and with NIL and all that now, I mean, it kind of probably makes more sense, you know, because they're actually bringing home money and income and can provide. So I think that's probably another thing that 
another positive for NIL that maybe wasn't really discussed before all this started. But, um, yeah, I mean, an impressive group of guys for sure. None of them flashy. You know, none of them are going to be stars at the NFL level, I don't think. It'd be great if they were. I'm, I'm rooting for all of them. I'm just not really expecting it. But they're all going to be solid guys going into this season. But it's interesting. Like Luke Deal's not going to be the number one tight end on this team. You know, they brought in Elijah McAllister from FIU. He may be a key part in the blocking game. We'll see how that develops. Cam Studd still has to win the guard job. You know, and it sounds like he's had a really good summer. Just talking to other folks on the team, which is encouraging. And Elijah McAllister, I mean, I, I think he'll start the season, but. Keldrick Falk was Auburn's lone five-star in this most recent class. He's really, really special. And then in pass rushing situations, they went out and got Jaden McLeod, the, the standout pass rusher from App State. So, you know, all, all three of these guys are, they're solid, but you know, they've, they've still got their work cut out for them. Talking to Zach Blackaby, locked on Auburn. All right, how long does it take to, you know, adjust to a new scheme? We saw, I don't know if you've seen the, the beginning of quarterback on Netflix, uh, Kirk Cousins having a tough time picking up the, the Vikings new scheme, and he's, you know, a 10-year NFL veteran. And like you said, Luke Deal's been on like three head coaches. Is it all that different of a scheme? Uh, and how long do you expect to, you know, halfway during the season, you know, a couple of games in, they have a pretty what some people would call soft first four games before, you know, the throws of the SEC schedule begin. Sure, sure. I asked Cam Stutz that. Uh, you know, hey, this is your like third different head coach. What does that look like? And uh, he said and eventually, you know, football is football, and it all kind of runs together. And for a guard, that's probably true. Uh, for a tight end, it's probably a little bit different. And for a quarterback, I'm sure it's vastly different. We didn't get the chance to talk to, you know, obviously Peyton Thorne or Robbie Ashford about all that. But I think uh, I think it is interesting, though, because a lot of Auburn's guys that are projected to start this year came after spring in that second transfer portal window, including Peyton Thorne, who we're all kind of projecting to be the starter. So I wonder... Uh, I wonder how that's going to impact things. You got to think it's going to change how Hugh Freeze and his staff coach, because you got to coach a kid differently in fall camp that has had the playbook for two months versus a year. Um, and I mean, there, there's going to be folks all throughout college football dealing with that issue. Um, that's probably another unintended consequence of the transfer portal. All right, so not to talk too much gambling, but we like to do it anyways. The over/unders. I think Auburn is at like six. It's real. That seems to be the good number for me. It's tough to find seven wins. They could technically go four and zero oh in the first four ball games. It's not all that difficult. Uh, certainly three and one, and then trying to find three SEC wins. Maybe Arkansas. Maybe Mississippi State. The other games are going to be really hard. Of course, we all know that in Jordan Hare, anything can happen. Like you know, interceptions off the back of a all-time great running back uh, into the hands of an Auburn player going in the other direction. What do you expect out of Auburn this year? Yeah, a little Zacoby uh, shout-out off of Najee Harris. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. Yeah, you, you've mentioned this twice. So you're not concerned about the Cal game, it sounds like. You're not concerned. No, no. First of all, the Pac-12 is irrelevant. All right, it's infrastructure week out there again. They can't name their their media deal. They may not have a media deal by the time they kick off. So, no, the, the, uh, the, uh, the Pac-12 is irrelevant, just like Cal is irrelevant. I, I'm with you. I'm with you. But about a month ago, we all wanted to start making that game seem more interesting than it really was. Um, so I'm, I'm with you. I think that should be a definite win for Auburn. I think Cal will be better the next, uh, than last year, but I mean, Auburn will be better than last year as well. So, yeah, if they go 4-0 and into, into College Station, and right now I'm picking A&M to win that game. But 
Um, I would have to pick that as well, only because AM will be favored, most likely. Even if Auburn's 4-0, AM will most likely be favored in that game, although not by that much. Yeah, and it's going to be the first, like, SEC road test. And, you know, they'll have a little bit of that because of Cal as far as playing away from Jordan-Hare. But this is going to be tough. It's going to be tough. And I'm higher on A&M this year than, than some folks are. I think the Petrino hire is going to work. Uh, right. I, I just do. I'm in that camp. So we'll certainly see um, if I'm right or wrong there. But uh, your question was about the over-under, six and a half. I, I, I think Auburn goes seven and five. So I think six and a half is great. There are some lines that have moved up to seven. I'm not touching that. Right. <laughs> All right, well, let's talk about, you know, calling offensive plays. It seems Jimbo Fisher has an issue with that. Won't say who it was. Eli Drinkwitz doesn't have a problem with that. He's like he's moving to the CEO type of deal during the game. Hugh Freeze is the same way. He's handing over the reins to his offense as well. Yeah, yeah, and, you know, Freeze talked about how he used to be one of the best play callers in college football, and now he's like, lost his touch a little bit. It's almost kind of what he's hinting at. And so, look, Philip Montgomery's a good offensive coordinator. Uh, he's been a head coach uh, at, a, at a, you know, a decently sized school and program. So why not give him that? He's coached Heisman winners. I mean, he knows what it takes to win and develop and use quarterbacks. So um, I think it makes sense. Uh, I, I do bet we see Hugh Freeze call plays in the red zone. He loves the red zone. He always has. He's always been good at it, even at Liberty. So, um, that, that wouldn't shock me. And he, he added the caveat, as any head coach would. You know, they've got the ability to, to give feedback and, and chime in when needed. I would think that would be more general than specific. You know, let's, let's run it, let's pass it, instead of this is the play that we're running. Unless he's, you know, this is the play. Maybe they practice a certain play and a certain thing. You know, Brian Kelly said last year we thought if it came down to one play, we had the play and we we're going to run the play. So that, that, the decision to go for it last year, for two was made earlier in the week so maybe the, and that's the case a quick reminder philip this is what we run let's run this specific play yeah yeah and it seems like they're going to be on the same page in that situation and uh, i don't think preparation is going to be really an issue for the staff so uh yeah but uh, I, i'm a little surprised with that um just because i think Hugh freeze is a good play caller but um he knows what he's doing right and if things aren't going the way that he thinks they should I, i'm sure he'll be happy to take over all right, let's wrap it up here with uh, Zach Blackerby, locked on Auburn host on a Yacht Rock Wednesday afternoon sports shed on 103.3 The Goat. This is your second time at SEC Media Days. I've been here about five times. Hoover, Atlanta, I think back to Atlanta, and then Nashville. And now it's going to go to Dallas uh, next year. Your thoughts of SEC Media Days. It appears to it keeps on growing. This feels like, to me, and I know it's only one conference, you know, the, the college football radio row compared to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I uh, I prefer it in Hoover. I mean, I went five or six times in Hoover oh, back then. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I forgot about your radio days. Radio <laughs> days, that's right. That's right. Uh, but, yeah, so I, I liked it in Hoover um, selfishly because it was like an hour and a half from my house. Um, that's certainly <laughs> part of it. Atlanta, same way, pretty close. But uh, I didn't like the layout of the College Football Hall of Fame. Like, it's cool that we were there, but... You had to, like, leave and go up and then, like, come back into it. There wasn't really an easy way to get from, like, the media stuff to Radio Row. But this layout's been great. I think Nashville's killed it. We had some internet issues early in the week, but everything since then has been awesome. All right, he is Zach Blackerby. What is coming up? You've had a chance to talk to all Auburn players. What's coming up on Lockdown Auburn? What do you do in between now and when camp opens up in a couple weeks? Yeah, camp's opening up for Auburn on August 2nd. We learned that this week. So uh, got interviews with all the Auburn reps that, that showed up, which is exciting. So we'll, we'll drop those throughout the week and 
Just talking to a lot of media members here, just like you are, Dave. Uh, we'll kind of drop those throughout the next few weeks uh, before camp starts on the 2nd. He is Zach Blackerby, Locked On Auburn. Thanks for stopping by uh, Wednesday afternoon Yacht Rock edition of Sports Chat. We may get Yacht Rock tonight at karaoke if you're coming by. Yeah, everybody listen to Locked On Sunbelt. <laughs> we'll be back after this. More live from SEC Media Days on 103.3. Common Sense. 103.3 The Goat. The greatest sports talk of all time. First time ever. It's Black Friday in July at Home Furniture with break-down-the-door deals on everything. Plus low, low, low payments with no money down. Sofa as low as $10 per month. Queen bed from $11 per month. Sealy Queen Plush mattress as low as $15 per month. Black Friday savings on everything. Up to 60 months special financing with no money down. Plus next day delivery. It's Black Friday in July through Saturday at Home Furniture plus bedding. See store for details. Before I was adopted, I felt alone. I felt nervous that I wouldn't have a family. I was getting older and older. I didn't think I was going to get adopted. With help from the Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption, Lexi, Connor, and Lashona now have a forever family and the foundation for a bright future. When I was adopted, it was like, wow. I get to settle, and this is permanent. After I was adopted, I felt happy. Adoption changed me for the better. I feel like I can be whoever I want to be. Every child deserves a safe, loving, and permanent home. Help the Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption find forever families for children who have been lingering in foster care the longest. Learn more at DaveThomasFoundation.org. We are the NFHS. That stands for the National Federation of State High School Associations. But really, what we stand for, together with the LHSAA, are the 110,000 high school sports students in Louisiana. And so we stand. We stand for the runners, soccer, and basketball players. We stand for their coaches, administrators, and officials. We stand for the swimmers, football players, and wrestlers. We stand for the golfers, softball, and volleyball players. We stand as the national leader and advocate for high school athletics and all who participate in them and make them possible. Because it is our purpose to ensure that high school students get to play, perform, and compete together. To learn more about who we are and what we stand for, visit nfhs.org. St. Joseph's Indian School is much more than a school for Native American children. It's like a family. Classes are fun here. I am learning about my culture. Since 1927, St. Joseph's Indian School has provided children the education, health care, and support they need to succeed. To help give our kids brighter futures, learn more at stjo.org today. Back to Sports Chat with Dave Schultz, live at the SEC Media Days in Nashville. I'm 103.3 The GOAT.
shot too fast there, Bill. Dave Schultz back at SEC Media. It's a Yacht Rock Wednesday afternoon sports chat on 103.3. Uh, the GOAT, honored and thrilled to have our next guest on. He is the executive director of the college football playoffs. He is Bill uh, Hancock. I can't believe they're starting the playoffs, and he's calling it a career. We'll get into that a little bit later. But how did we finally get these playoffs going to start next season? Dave, thank you for having me on. It's good to see you. And I love the guy's voice on the promo. Yeah, it's a movie guy, right? It's the guy who does all the movie trailers. That's the guy. Yes, yes. I <laughs> wish I could do that myself. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're going to have a new 12-team tournament next year. It's going to be cool. And what exactly is the format on who can get in? Say if a, oh, I don't know, a Louisiana Raging Cajuns win uh, 11, 12, or 13 games. Just say, for example, um, format's really cool. The best six conference champions, as ranked by our committee, will be six of the teams, and the other six will be the best six at-large teams. Think how meaningful the conference championship games will be. Win your conference and, and, and be among the best six, and, and you're going to be in the playoff. People say we're going to have a 12-team tournament. Well, it's really more than that because the conference championship games will be, in essence, the first round of the playoff. Uh, all right, so who how are we determining who the best six conferences are? The same. Is that going to be a judgment call, or is that uh, going to be committee? Compute? We have a selection committee. Yeah, it's going to be a committee, just like okay. just like we have. Okay. And there's no automatic berths. It's just simply that you take the conference champions and, and rank them, and the top six, as ranked by the committee, will be in the tournament. Okay. So Sun Belt actually has a chance. I mean, the Pac-12 is irrelevant. Their infrastructure week over there. They can't get a TV deal done. So. <laughs> Sunbelt and some other group of five schools have a shot. Well, yeah, the fact is the, the top six conferences. There you and go. And so, as we know, there's there's five in, in what they call the autonomy five. And maybe those might be five, maybe not. Uh, but, yeah, it's the top six. We did some modeling of this, and there was one year when none of the autonomy five, quote marks, uh, made it. So the two of the group of five quote marks i don't even like that phrase right uh, would have made it so yeah no no automatic spots everybody starts the season even so and we're talking with bill hancock executive director of the, of the college football uh, playoff uh, let's talk about the format of the playoff because i always thought when you had multiple games in the playoff unlike an ncaa basketball tournament game where for a lot of it you know the people just buy the tickets and the arenas are smaller um, you're going to have to play home games. And the first round is a home game, at least in the first two years. I think we're going to see a change because by the time we get to the second year and moving forward, because the top teams are getting a bye, they are not going to have a home game. They're going to play a bowl game in some neutral field. I think you're going to see that success of those home games and someone's going to make the adjustment for 25. We haven't talked about that. There will be time to talk about any changes after we get going. Uh, but, yeah, you, you nailed it. The, the, the teams five through eight will host the first-round games. Right. And teams one to four, of course, don't 
people have said to me, well, it's unfair because they don't get to have a, a home game. Well, wait a minute. Right. They have a bye. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so there's, there's three entry points. People are going to be fussing about this, fighting for this. Number one is you want to get in the playoff period. Sure. And the second one is you'd love to have a first, you'd love to have a home game. Correct. In the first round. And then, of course, in, in the big kahuna is to get the bye. Being That's among right. the top four ranked conference champions. But we all really want to see, you know, a team below the Mason-Dixon line head up to Ann Arbor, head, head up to Columbus. Uh... I'd say Syracuse, but that's inside, so that doesn't even matter. We want to see a college football game with weather being a part of it, and I will be furious if they put it in a dome in Detroit or Indianapolis. That's the point of it. Now, if it's, if it's going to be dangerously cold, I get it if someone changes that. But if it's just 35 degrees out, people up north, we adjust. We know what it is. It's all about the layers, Bill. We're just telling you right now. If you're outside, it's all about the layers. It's all about the layers, absolutely. And the clothing today is so good that you don't have to be cold. Uh, I live in the north. I live in Kansas City. Not really north. Well, right. But you don't have to be cold. But it can get cold there in January, right? Yes. Yeah. We, yes. Had, we had 18 below two, oh. two years ago. So, See, that would be um, dangerous. But to that point, if you earn the right to host a first-round game, you do have the option to move it off campus. Okay. I don't think any school will I do that. I don't think so. No. That's the point. And that's the idea because unlike college basketball – where, again, the arenas are smaller, at least in the first couple of rounds, that we can fill up the arenas compared to college football. And we know this, even if, you know, they're playing in a first-round game, right? Alabama or LSU fans, they may hold off anyway and say, we're going to wait to go until the semifinal or the championships. They and might. not travel. They might, depending on how far they might have to go. That's right. Uh, we when I was director of the NCAA men's basketball tournament, as you know, for 16 years, and we had teams that held off and didn't go to first round games, first and second round games, right. because they were waiting for the regionals. Mm. <laughs> now I remember a lot of times their teams didn't win, so it didn't matter that they didn't get out of the second round. But we we had that happen. Well, since you brought it up, are we going to expand? I mean, we've already expanded the NCAA college basketball. From 64 to 68, and football is going to be the same thing. doesn't matter if you're the 65th team in college basketball or the 69th team in college basketball. You know we're going to hear from the 13th team that doesn't get in or the 14th team. And when college football does expand to 16 teams, we're going to hear about the 17th team and the 18th team. So any, any expansion on the horizon for the college basketball tournament? Uh, basketball, I don't know. I, I'm not an advocate of that, but I don't know the ins, ins and outs of it because I've been away from basketball for 18 seasons now. But <laughs> if you think about football, do you think we should go the Mike Leach route and go to well, 64? <laughs> no, that may be pushing. Rest his soul, and I really miss Mike Leach. I do, I, too. I cannot believe yes. Mike Leach is not here. You're right. Uh, but I'm not sure we're quite ready for I, I, Mike's format. I'm format. good for 16 because I think that's what <laughs> okay. the, the other divisions do. The other levels of college football play four playoff games. Yeah, some have some have expanded. Some now have 24. But anyway, oh wow, okay. Uh, we have 12. We're going to have 12 for for a good a good while. And when you I'm, say a good while, does that mean two years or more than that? Well, more than that. Oh, absolutely oh. more oh. than that. Okay. Absolutely more than that. We don't know what the term will be. We'll have to negotiate our television agreement, and we'll have to see how long television wants to televise it. Obviously, we went. 12 years with the four-team CFP, uh, 
obviously now in, in 10 years we've decided to go ahead and, and uh, expand can't say cannot predict, predict about the future who knows well, I mean, I'm predicting that I'm winning the Powerball tonight, so that's a billion dollars. You may be doing my show tomorrow. Well, <laughs> you're going to share that with me, though, I think. Well, I'll pay you very, I'll pay you very nicely to do yeah. my show if I win the Powerball. <laughs> you may have to take a credit card tomorrow. <laughs> I, I will be the last person to win the Powerball. I know that. Well, first of all, I don't enter. I think well, you then have, that you, would, to, you would be the last person. You have to enter in order to play. Correct. But if I did enter, I would be the very last person to win. Why is that? Because I have terrible luck. I think you've been pretty lucky over the years. I've been really, you've been lucky. really lucky. I've been the years. really lucky with my career. I really have. <laughs> the time at the NCAA tournament was great, and now this is my 19th season in postseason football. It's I've just been lucky, lucky, lucky. I mean, he goes back. We're talking to Bill Hancock on a Yacht Rock Wednesday afternoon sports chat, 103.3 The Goat. He goes back to the Big Eight Conference. The Big Eight Conference, Assistant Commissioner, Big Eight Conference, Director, NCAA Division One Men's Basketball Championship, 1989. How do you go from the Assistant Commissioner? You went right past the Commissioner of the Big Eight. <laughs> you went right past him, and right to the Director of the NCAA of the of the Final Four. How did you get to do that? You know, the leaders of the NCAA called me and said, uh, "Bill, you already live here in Kansas City, oh. so we want you to take this job, so we don't have to pay moving expenses." <laughs> I said, okay, I'll do it. That, that was an awesome opportunity to be the director of the tournament. I was the first director of the tournament. They, were, they managed the tournament with three or four different people in-house. In, in and they said, no, nope, it's time to have a full-time manager. So, and then, after 16 years, I got a call from the conference commissioners who said, ah, we're kind of looking for somebody to manage the BCS. You want to come do it? And I said, man, where do I sign up? Because I love college football. And then the playoff came about, and they said, you want to stay? You might as well. You're here. Don't have to pay moving expenses. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're big on the, not the moving expenses. My radio station paid for my moving expenses. I feel very, I feel very fortunate. Yeah. Well, uh, you got to work in Wichita for crying out loud. So, I did. Which is awesome, except maybe for a couple of days when it gets kind of hot. The hot wasn't the problem. We had a couple of tornadoes come through. Ooh. So for this Yankee, that was an issue. <laughs> you want to know who was with me? here at the uh, SEC Media Days, we were hiding, hiding, taking cover. Lawrence Dumont Stadium, which is not there anymore, was like the third oldest They have stadium. a great new stadium. They have there. a great new stadium, but Lawrence Dumont, I think, was the fourth oldest stadium in, in America at that time. They had time. a big amateur tournament there, right? In the the National Baseball Congress. National series. Baseball Congress. That's right. Yep. So Tiger Stadium, Fenway, and Wrigley were the only older stadiums. Wow. So this thing is put well together, okay? So we hid in the umpire's training uh, in the umpire's uh, clubhouse during one of these tornadoes were coming in. You want to know who was in the in the clubhouse with me? Yeah. Kevin Trainer, one of the Kevin Trainer, one of the associate ADs at Arkansas, who was basically the MC uh, for all these coaches up here uh, <laughs> at SEC Media Days. Beautiful. When you see, if you see Kevin over the next couple of days, you ask him about the Power V. He'll know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> it's been 31 years. I will do that. He knows exactly what we're talking about. I will about, totally do that. All right, he is Bill Hancock. He is the executive director of the college football playoff. Why did you decide to retire? Did we, have we named a successor yet? Uh, no successor's been named. Our, our board. Where do I apply? A group of university presidents will look all <laughs> through a whole bunch of names, including yours. I appreciate I'm that. I'm sure. If, if I could get a letter of recommendation, that'd be a big help. Yep. Count on it. Anybody that's hid from a tornado with Kevin Trainer deserves <laughs> to have his name put in the hat. Um, you know, I thought, I thought, I've been thinking about this for a while. I'm old enough to retire, but I love what I do. 
And I just thought, you know, I've had, frankly, some friends who kind of got sick and kind of passed away. And mm. I thought, you know what, Bill, there's some things you want to do. You want to travel. Uh, you may want to write a book or some, another book or something. And I want to learn how to do Photoshop. <laughs> <laughs> you and me both. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't have time to do that. Well, just retire. So, it, But it comes with mixed emotions. There's some heartburn. There's some, uh, I don't know, just mixed emotions. But I'm, I'm ready to head off. I have uh, 18 more months to go on my contract, so I'm not going anywhere soon. You're not getting rid of me. So we'll see you in Dallas is what you're saying. You, you, you will have Bill Hancock to kick around for a while. <laughs> <laughs> he is Bill Hancock, executive director of the college football playoff. One of those guys uh, finding something and leaving it better than when he found it is, is basically what I would say with what we got here Thank with uh, Bill you. Hancock. Let's uh, take a time out. We'll uh, put a bow on our number one on a uh, Wednesday afternoon Yacht Rock edition of Sports Chat. Live from SEC Media Days, powered by Lafayette Roofing and Dwight Andrus Insurance, a division of Hub International on 103.3 The Goat. Looking for the perfect gift for the first-time gun owner? Here's Caleb Morris from the Rustic Renegade. Sometimes I'll have an idea what they want. They'll say, hey, I want a Glock 19 or a Smith & Wesson M&P 9 or anything else. And we like to dig into the why. Why do you want this one specifically? How do you plan on using it? And then we truly fit you for your firearm. We don't just want to make a quick sale. We want you to, to get what you want, what you need, and what you'll enjoy. Come in, have a cup of coffee, and visit with us. The Rustic Renegade and therusticrenegade.com. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, I'm sorry I'm late. Traffic is terrible. It sure is. But on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. And does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code LUCK for an extra 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code LUCK for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code LUCK for 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first First, Philip. Lafayette Roofing, from the roof to the roots of Acadiana. We know issues with your roof can be intimidating and maybe even expensive. But not if you call Lafayette Roofing. Big or small, we handle it all at a price you can afford. We also offer our standard five-year labor and materials warranty. Lafayette Roofing takes pride in being in the heart of Acadiana and the official roofing company of your Rage and Cajuns. So if you need a roof, who else would you call? Call Lafayette Roofing. Our name says it all. 237-ROOF. That's 237-7663. My son Finn was born with congenital heart disease, causing him to spend the first eight months of his life in the hospital. During that time, he endured 10 surgeries, including an open heart surgery. Starlight Children's Foundation has played an important role in my family's life. For five weeks when he was a baby, Finn lived in a Starlight Hero wagon. You could not understand the pure joy of having him go from a hospital bed into his favorite red wagon, especially when he was so little. The support that Starlight provides to families like mine is an integral part of creating happiness at a time when there's very little to be found. 
Learn more about how the Starlight Children's Foundation brightens the lives of sick kids by visiting starlight.org today. I'm Shanola Hampton. I support the Feeding America network of food banks because they help provide over 6 billion meals to people in need each year. Learn more at feedingamerica.org. You're listening to a Yacht Rock Wednesday edition of Sports Chat with Dave Schultz on 1033 The Goat. All right, Dave Schultz back at SEC Media Days, powered by Lafayette Roofing and Dwight Andrus Insurance, a division of Hub International. So far, so good. That was a really good interview with uh, Bill Hancock. What would you think, Lyndon? Oh, yeah, no, I enjoyed it, and I definitely thought he gave us some uh, good information. It wasn't just... uh Coach, well, uh, you know how when coaches speak and they don't want to tell you anything, they give you coach speak. Executive, yeah, right. It wasn't right. just executive speak. Especially when you took the shot at the Pac-12, I was shocked. I was shocked he didn't flinch. <laughs> he was like, kind he, of a cheap he, shot. he was like, yeah. he's kind of right. It's kind of trash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that puts that puts him in a tight spot. I mean, I'm tongue in cheek joking, but not really. But yeah, and like, and of course, he knew you were tongue in cheek joking, but not really. Like, y'all, bo- everyone who is following college football, who's involved with college football, knows that what you said was not a lie. The, especially with the Pac-12 losing UC, UU, USC and UCLA, that conference is garbage. They are preying on whatever comet, falling star, four-leaf clover, whatever you believe in, they are praying for Deion Sanders to be the real deal in a hit so he can start bringing the Pac-12 back to glory. Yeah. Because yeah, Lincoln Riley be... can't do it because he's leaving. Right, right. And I, apparently it was reported today that Deion Sanders is having surgery tomorrow? He, on his foot, yeah, I saw that. So hopefully he's going to be okay. okay uh, yeah, the true. idea would be to not be have out. it amputated, yeah, right? Had, yeah, well, I mean, if he does have it amputated, you know, better that than, you know, have an infection spread up his leg. Yeah, or dying. Right. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, ho- yeah. and better to have it now than during the season so you can figure a way how you're going to move on the sidelines. Yeah, very much so. All right. Uh, that's good stuff. Uh, again, we'll see. Ryan McGee is kind of lurking. All Ooh, right. Okay. We'll see if we can get we'll see if we can get him on. Again, the Kool-Aid McKinstry and the Will Shepard. You know, why don't we play that? We can play those two interviews at seven at 417 combined. Okay. Okay. Because uh, I think there may be a total of 10 minutes combined instead of, you know, breaking it up into two segments. And then maybe we get somebody at 430. All right. If not, we'll just have to, you know, talk ourselves. Oh, that's fine. Look, we haven't talked a lot, so, you know, we can do it. Right. 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 Okay. So we got Tony Sakalis, my guy from Tide Illustrated, uh, coming up here uh, at four o'clock we'll tell it is alabama day today uh, although tony does concur with me with uh the bad take by nick saban about carrot cakes uh just awful i don't understand it at all uh, uh admittedly someone who does not enjoy vegetables but don't want my vegetables as part of my dessert i'll tell you that right now uh and so we'll do tony sukalis and then at 4 17 we'll play kool-aid mckinstry first and then the wide receiver will shepherd will be after that so i don't know how you can set those up to play those back to back Okay. Uh, but you have a few minutes to figure that out. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Takeo uh, uh, Spikes from uh, Auburn and Cincinnati Bengals and, of course, the SEC Network now. 
So and then John Neighbors, you're gonna, you want to hear this, John Neighbors from 1037 The Buzz in Arkansas uh, and Lockdown Razorbacks did his podcast and, you know, he got emotional because he knew Ronnie Mallett, the former Arkansas oh, quarterback that, that passed away. Uh, and he actually got, I didn't wasn't trying to do this. I wasn't trying to go all Oprah on him, trying to make him cry or Roy mm-hmm. Firestone, as the case may be. It just happened but, naturally. Uh, you know, I didn't want to... Um, he did. He did. It, uh, he got emotional in this as well, just a little bit. All right. Uh, so quick, we'll take a timeout. Real quick, we're doing Kool-Aid McKinstry and uh, Tony Sakalas back-to-back, correct? No, we're doing Tony Sakalas at 4 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And then at the 417 segment, we'll do Kool-Aid McKinstry and Will Shepard back-to-back. Ah, okay, cool deal. I had a text from uh, our social media manager, so I just didn't hear that part. Okay. All right. There you go. All right, let's. Uh, we'll be back after this. We are live from SEC uh, Media Days, Nashville, Tennessee. We're powered by Lafayette Roofing and Dwight Andrus Insurance Division of Hub International. Back after this on a Yacht Rock Wednesday afternoon sports chat on 103.3. Let go. We're waiting for the The following businesses proudly support the broadcast of UL Athletics on 1033 The Goat, 1420 AM, and News Talk 96.5 KPL. Home Furniture, J&J Exterminating, Baloo's, Doug Ashy, and Burton-O's Auto. Support these businesses that support Raging Cajun Broadcast and bring all the action into your homes, cars, smart speakers, or wherever you work all season long. If your business would like to join the winning team and support the broadcast of UL Athletics by becoming a UL Broadcast Booster, contact Pam Begno by calling 337-233-6000. The all-new Nissan Aria is a fully loaded EV. It's brimming with style Mm. and power. Up to 389 horses of it. Innovation and intelligence. E-Force all-wheel drive. It'll pin you to your seat. Your very plush seat. The all-new, all-electric Nissan Aria. E-Force cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. E-Force and 389 horsepower available on Platinum Plus. Nissan calculation using one-foot rollout testing with long-range battery and E-Force only in sport mode with E-Step off. These results are for comparison only and should not be attempted on public roads. Drive responsibly. See NissanUSA.com for details. Hi, I'm Connie Britton, and I want to share with you the experience of Donna in Washington. She writes, I got injured about five years ago. I was let go when, because of the injury, I couldn't keep up with my schedule. I've tried to find other work, but I'm 68 now. No one wants to hire someone that old. This week is tough, though, because I had to get my tooth fixed. So I only have $10 in my checking account. But it will be okay. I at least have food because of this pantry. Millions of people face hunger. Some every day, just like Donna. The Feeding America network of food banks helps provide over 6 billion meals to people in need each year. Learn more at feedingamerica.org. Feeding America, 200 food banks strong. Dwight Andrus, a division of Hub International, is Louisiana's premier employee benefits and commercial insurance brokerage. Dwight Andrus can insure just about any risk that your business faces. Dwight Andrus specializes in the construction, healthcare, real estate, and hospitality industry. Chances are, you're probably already doing business with someone who does business with Dwight Andrews. Dwight Andrews, a division of Hub International, 
ask to speak with Harry Potter or Brant Etier, visit them at DwightAndrusInsurance.com. What is dedication? The thing that drives me every day as a dad is Dariana. We call him Day Day for short. Every day he's hungry for something, whether it's attention, affection, knowledge. And there's this huge responsibility in making sure that when he's no longer under my wing, that he's a good person. I want him to be able to sit back one day and go, we worked together, we did a good job. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. 1033 The Goat. Yeah, that's the one. K277 TQ Lafayette, 1420 KPEL Lafayette.